are live. What's going on, everyone? Welcome back. This is The Youngin, episode four. Um, Eddie needs some time off, so, you know, the show must go on. <laughs> and do apologize for taking a slight break, you know. Uh, a lot was just going on. Um, but, hey, here we are. Here we are. Uh, definitely hope everybody has enjoyed the start to their 2024. Uh, you know, if you got New Year's resolutions, uh, you know, wish you well with those. Uh, yeah. So, to start off, you know, wanted to talk about a recent Cars and Coffee I just attended. Um, it is called Kyusha Club cars and coffee um honestly if you were in the cars and you live in arizona specifically phoenix or you know you're visiting definitely kiyusha club cars and coffee is something i highly recommend every car enthusiast attends it is strictly 80s to early 2000s year on JDM and you know super dope meat um I mean really just the vibes there you know nice and chill nothing too crazy uh don't get too many idiots showing up that you know just want to mess it up for all of us car enthusiasts you know just nice chill park the car you know socialize mingle you know just look at some great cars and you know this one was actually downtown uh in phoenix uh specifically on first street right across the street from the churchill uh super great meet um definitely had a lot of fun really uh got the itch going <laughs> to get myself a another fun car again which hopefully this year um i know i've talked about it in past episodes of the podcast and you know, I'm definitely hoping to make it happen this year. Um, obviously, uh, the way the economy going is tough, but yeah, definitely, uh, hopefully this year. Cause, uh, I tell you all the time, you don't realize how much you miss something till you don't have it all, uh, anymore. And, you know, there's times I really do regret selling the 300 Z that I imported back in 2021 um you know it's like yes that's why i got the car to sell it i was trying to uh get into uh importing uh vehicles to the states and uh selling them obviously knowing what i know now uh yeah no <laughs> but hey it is what it is you know i'm glad i tried yeah but overall though great meat uh highly recommend 10 out of 10 and it, it was great seeing uh a lot of the homies that i hadn't seen or don't see too often uh you know it was great to hear that a lot of them are actually going to be attending tokyo auto salon super excited for them bummed i'm not going to be able to make it this time um but it is what it is so uh, to all y'all that are going, uh, definitely hope you enjoy yourself and 
definitely please get plenty of pictures for your boy <laughs> i'm looking forward to seeing those so that is all i ask out of you <laughs> yeah yeah so uh moving into you know nba which we're gonna be here for a minute so uh you know get you some coffee you know make sure you uh just relaxing or if you're at work you know yeah just we we gonna be on nba for a minute so i did want to bring this up because i actually totally forgot to put it on the list that i put on uh the divergent being uh pages story about what was going to be talked about on this episode so draymond green uh, if you have not seen, he's officially been reinstated. He's uh, working on returning. And, you know, he talked about, you know, while he was uh, on the suspension, he was really considering retirement. Um, I must say, I'm glad to hear that uh, Adam Silver, there we go, I'm glad to hear Adam Silver talked him out of it because, you know, regardless how you feel about Draymond's antics, regardless how you feel about Draymond as a person, uh, he is very crucial to the Golden State Warriors. We're not going to beat around the bush there. You take him off at least two of those championship winning teams. They don't win that title. I'm just going to keep it a buck with you. He is actually very important. I know there there's a lot of casuals out there that don't understand what he does, but he does a lot of the dirty work slash he is the true point guard slash glue, if you want to call it. He's the true point guard slash glue to the Golden State Warriors. It's facts. It's facts. So, me, as a fan of just his game, I was actually super happy to hear that, you know, Adam Silver really talked some sense into him and convinced him not to retire. Just because, you know, yes, you can't be going around putting people in headlocks or, uh, you know, <laughs> punching people in the face just for no reason. But the problem is, guys like him are somewhat needed in the league. You need enforcers in the league. Let's just be honest for a second. And, you know, regarding just his game of basketball, you only get guys like him so often. You know, guys that can guard one through five. Guys that, you know, at his position, which keep in mind, he's very undersized at the power forward. The fact that he's able to do what he does, you know, from, you know, playing the defense to, you know, more so being a floor general at that position, you don't get guys like that too often, so... Yeah, it's definitely crucial that, you know, guys like him stay in the league, especially, you know, for the next generation. I mean, uh, one that I could think of, you know, uh, again, a lot of people don't like this guy, but 
we're seeing it now uh, regarding his former team, who I'll talk about here shortly, um, Dylan Brooks. You're seeing it since he left Memphis and went to Houston. Memphis went on a decline. Houston went on an incline because that defensive presence that he brought actually did matter. And heck, uh, just looking up uh, some of his stats, he's actually shooting 40% at the three-point line. And I mean, he's he's not just jacking up shots. Like He's actually like taking a good amount of shots at the three-point line. And he's making them count. So it's good to see that he's actually playing good basketball. Again, regardless how you feel about him or not, but stats don't lie. Let's just keep that a buck. And, you know, moving into uh, Memphis, uh, sadly, uh, we saw the news. John Morant is going to be out for the season with a torn labrum in his shoulder. You know, it, it just sucks to see, man. Uh he just got back, and, you know, I was hoping he was going to help Memphis make a good push to kind of get out of, you know, just the trouble they're in with seeding in the West. So him being hurt now is a huge blow, and to be honest, I don't think they can make playoffs at this point because the West is just too stacked. They were already struggling without him. They got him back. They were starting to do okay, but now that they lost him again, yeah, it it might be a wrap this year. I hope not, but hey, just calling it as I see it. And keep in mind, I could be very wrong when playoffs come. I could be very wrong, so let me just say that right now. But just from what I've seen from them and just... Them losing such a huge blow, I don't see them making it. I mean, back when they had Dylan Brooks and that year where Ja uh, had that ankle injury and was out for a while, that team it was actually good enough to where they could literally make a deep push into playoffs without him because stats proved it. They were more efficient when Ja wasn't on the court. But again, because Dylan Brooks is gone, they've lost that defensive presence. So, hey, it's going to be interesting. It is definitely going to be interesting. Apologies, my house phone ringing. Yes, I, I still have a house phone. I know. Uh, <laughs> yeah, some people don't know what that is. Some people uh, got rid of theirs 10 years ago. Yes, I still have one. <laughs> but um yeah so huge blow to memphis and you know it it just sucks to see man you never want to see that happen it like injuries suck bro i mean take it from me i'm a clipper fan need i say more excuse me and speaking of the clippers uh i just uh saw today that we officially extended uh, Kawhi Leonard. Three years, $152 million, uh, no player option. So happy to see that he's going to be with us for the next three years, you know, hopefully. Um, you know. Oh, excuse me. Um, so here's my thing. 
the no player option thing tells me, A, he kind of plans to be here with the Clippers for the rest of his career. And, you know, three years, uh, I'm not sure if it was just a money thing or kind of a, this is just how much we want to give you or we'll see where you're at in your career. But if I'm being upfront, I maybe only have him playing for three more years at the level he's playing at right now, at best. So, hey, I'm hoping he proves me wrong. I mean, hey, truth be told, he has been proving a lot of people wrong because, I mean, I always hate the whole idea that people had about him that he didn't want to play. It's like, bro, like, to be fair, us as fans don't know what these guys are going through on a day-to-day basis, you know, especially with their bodies. And, you know, just hearing about how, you know, his knees are at this point, you know, it's tough, man. I mean, speaking from experience, you know, I have a condition, you know, where, my kneecaps are very unstable and they're constantly moving every time I take a step. So I understand how it feels. You know, you get out of bed in the morning, you don't feel right at all. Like, hey, there's been times I've literally had to pop my knee back into place, like, literally after one step. So somewhat, I understand what he goes through on a day-to-day basis. But, I mean, again, there's levels to everything. He's a professional athlete. I'm way down here. (laughs) So, yeah, totally different things. But I always like to say I never like to knock these guys, especially when I've never been in their position. I don't know what's going on in their day-to-day life. So, uh, definitely, I'm happy to see that, you know, he is playing at the level he's playing at. He's playing more consistently because the only thing I will knock, it was stupid of the Clippers to basically have him playing 25, 30 minutes all season and then just shoot right up to 40 minutes that first game of playoffs. That was the most ignorant thing I've ever seen in my life. Don't ever do that again. That is all I'm asking. Don't do that again. Yeah. Uh... Oh, another injury I meant to uh, bring up. Uh, Tyrese Halliburton just recently got hurt. And, you know, that one just sucked to see because he was killing it, bro. Like, man. So, I'm a bit of a Halliburton stan. I'll just say it, you know. I think the dude is... A great point guard. Heck, I think he actually might be the best point guard in the league right now. More so traditional point guard. Uh, and I say that because this next gentleman I got to talk about. Yeah, you'll understand in a sec. But, you know, Tyrese Halliburton, since he got to the Pacers, he really turned that team around and... You know, it was just good to see the tear that he was on this season. Um, so, yeah, I'm hope I'm hoping he's able to come back a little bit earlier than expected. Uh, I think they said it was a grade one hamstring uh, strain. Uh, correct me if I'm wrong. But, um, you know, I'm hoping he doesn't have to miss too much time. Because, yeah, that is 
Ooh. <laughs> yeah, because uh, that is going to be crucial uh, for that team if he has to miss way too much time. So, <sighs> again, I'm hoping <laughs> he doesn't have to miss too much time. Uh, let's see what else we got here. Um, the MVP race in the NBA. Again, as a fan, we're all going to have different opinions. But me personally, I think SGA needs to be the front runner right now. Because it's like, it, and, you know, I'm going to pull up some stats, excuse me, stats. God, I don't know why I'm struggling right now. Uh, just to make sure, you know, speaking factually here. So, right now, number one is Joel Embiid of the 76ers. Uh, season stats so far are 34.8 points per game, 11.8 rebounds per game, and 6.2 assists per game. That's pretty good. That's, that's actually very good. Uh, number two, Nikola Jokic of the Denver Nuggets. Uh, season stats are 26 points per game. 12.2 rebounds per game and 9.1 assists per game. That's great as well. And, you know, he did just have that crazy buzzer beater against uh, Golden State. Uh, and also, um, Joel Embiid racked up his seventh career triple-double uh, against Chicago. And just so you're aware, this article was made... January 5th, 2024, by Michael C. Wright. And this is on uh, NBA.com, just for full transparency. Number three is uh, SGA of Oklahoma City Thunder. Uh, season stats, 31.4 points per game. 5.9 rebounds per game, and 6.4 assists per game. Again, that's great as well. And produced his eighth 30-plus point game in nine appearances in a loss Wednesday at Atlanta that snapped a five-game winning streak. And keep in mind, he actually... Uh, so, OKC actually did uh, just recently beat uh, the Thunder. Or, excuse me. The Nuggets, my bad. And I believe they also beat uh, the Timberwolves, who are a number one seed right now. So, that's pretty solid. Um, let's see here. And let me just make sure that as well. Yeah, but... Uh, number four... Uh, Giannis Antetokounmpo of the uh, Milwaukee Bucks. Season stats are 31.1 points per game, 11.4 rebounds per game, and 5.8 assists per game. 
Uh, scored 29 of his 44 points in the second half of a thriller at San Antonio in his first matchup against uh, Victor Weminyama. And that was a fun game to watch. That was actually a very fun game to watch. Uh, number five. Excuse me. Uh, Luka Doncic of the Dallas Mavericks. Season stats are 33.7 uh, points per game, 8.3 rebounds per game, 9.3 assists per game. And, you know, Luka been going crazy, especially after becoming a dad, man. Like, hey, hey dad Luka, man, <laughs> been on a tear. <laughs> Um, I think he did miss a game pretty recently, um, which I, I don't think that's going to hurt him because, uh, they said if Joel Embiid misses nine more games, that can remove him from the MVP race. So that's already crazy to think he's already missed as many as he has. Um... And just just so we're clear, uh, to round out the top ten, uh, number six is Jason Tatum of the Boston Celtics. Number seven is Tyrese Halliburton of the Indiana Pacers. Number eight, Demontis Sabonis, Sacramento Kings. Number nine, Anthony Davis, Los Angeles Lakers. And number ten, Anthony Edwards of the Minnesota Timberwolves. And you know what? Five more just because. Devin Booker, Phoenix Suns. Kevin Durant, Phoenix Suns. LeBron James, Lakers. Kawhi Leonard, Clippers. Damian Lillard, Milwaukee Bucks. So, here's my problem. If Joel Embiid has already missed as many games as he has, and he's nine more away from being disqualified from MVP... In my opinion, he moves down. Uh, Joker definitely should be one or two. I don't argue against that. Uh, But my thing is, SGA, the tear that he's on right now, and the fact of he is proving he is the best player on his team, night in and night out, and just doing what he's doing, bro. Like, in my opinion, he should be the front runner of MVP, or at least second. Because I'm not going to knock Joker at all. And heck, I don't even knock Embiid in terms of just what he does when he's actually on the court. But the problem is, he's already missed so many games. That's a problem. So, that's all I'm saying. That is all I'm saying. But, I I don't know, man. Who knows? This could be very different after uh, All-Star break. It could be very different. So, you know, I'm just waiting to see what happens. And, yeah, we're really going to go from there. Because, yeah, it's it's already been an interesting season, especially with the end-season tournament. Um... 
I think the Lakers are going to bounce back a little bit. You can kind of see that they gassed themselves out a little bit with that, with winning that tournament. I mean, they definitely showed up against my Clippers. Uh, sadly, we lost that game. Uh, but, I mean, hey, we still came out and fought. So, you know, couldn't ask for much more at that point. But, yeah, uh, I, I'm definitely curious to see what happens. Uh before and after All-Star break, uh, definitely the Suns are the most interesting team right now. Because, I'm sorry, but the elephant in the room, the Suns really need to make a move before the trade deadline. And when I say a move, they need to go get a, an actual point guard. Because the problem is, I get it. Book has ran the point before. He's not bad at it. I will give him that. But the problem is you're taking away from what he really needs to be doing. Like, let's just be real here. If we're talking about scoring, he is arguably going to be one of the greatest of all time when it comes to scoring. Let me say that again scoring like the dude is an assassin when it comes to putting the ball in the net but the problem is you having him running the point guard position is taking away from potential open looks to go get a bucket because let's be real here the dude can easily put up 30 40 points Every night, if he truly wants to, that is factual. But now he has too much to do because he has to worry about getting his points, has to worry about setting everybody else. He has to run the floor now, too. Like, it, I'm sorry, but the what hurt him was that Bradley Beal trade. I'm sorry. It's just facts. They should have kept Chris Paul. Or they should have just released Chris Paul and then just brought him back. If it was money thing, they could have got him for cheaper. Or you should have just paid the man. Because it's like, bro, chances are you'd be in a better position if you just kept Chris Paul and just improved your bench. Because we all saw the problem last year. The Nurkic move for DeAndre Aiden was actually a better move in my opinion. Just because DeAndre Aiden can can be a solid top 10, arguably top 5 center in today's game. Because, you know, he's a very offensive-minded center that also plays really good defense. But the problem is, he had to get his mental right. Like, I'm sorry, but dude was just very soft for a big man, you know. There were times I said, you know, I think he forgets he's bigger than everybody sometimes and, like, just doesn't want to bang on anybody when he's literally right under the rim or, like, even near it. So I think the Nurkic move was better. And definitely for DA's case, for him to kind of get a fresh start in Portland, I think it's going to be good for him uh, for the coming years. But really... Yeah, Phoenix should have just, after that move, they should have just worked on the bench because that was the only problem, especially with last year's team. Because 
let's be real here. Uh, as soon as Kawhi went down, like, I'm sorry, but Phoenix should have obliterated us, and we still hung in there. Like, yes, we only won one game, but let's be real here. The fact that you're beating a Clipper team down their two best players and you're barely beating them by, you know, five to at most ten points, that's a problem. I'm just going to say. So this year, because they can't get it together, they can't have Beal, Booker, and Durant on the court at the same time all the time, which is starting to look like a Brooklyn Nets situation. Yeah, I'm sorry, but we're going to steamroll them if, if it keeps up. Especially if they can't keep them three healthy, but also if they don't get an actual point guard. I'm just being honest. Because, hey, they really need a point guard, but also they need some defense, bro. They ain't got that right now. I mean, hey, we barely have it. We got a dude that plays great defense sitting on the bench because there's just no room for him to play. And I hate that. Because, you know, I actually like P.J. Tucker's game for what he does. And it, I know a lot of you casuals are over there like, but what does P.J. Tucker do? He actually does a lot. If you really know how to look at how the game of basketball is played, it's not just all about putting the ball in the hoop. There's a lot more to it. But, hey, for the Suns' sake, um... Yeah, go get a point guard. Just do me that favor. Yeah. Excuse me. Let me hydrate real quick. So, uh, some free plug. Um, just recently became an ambassador for this company. Dubby. Uh, so, what it is... You know, it's a jitterless energy blend, and they also have a hydro blend as well. Um, I actually really like it, you know. I've been drinking it for the past few days. Uh, that way, I love the hydro blend, you know. I don't like water. I'm going to keep it a buck. I absolutely do not like water. I, I need to taste something. But this has helped a little bit more, um, you know. Mixing, you know, whether it's the, you know, energy uh, blend or the hydration blend, you know, it definitely helps, you know, just mix it with some water and, you know, gives it a, you know, subtle taste. And, you know, it's actually uh, very healthy, too. So, you know, definitely uh, something I think I'm going to stick with for a while uh, versus just buying all these energy drinks that really aren't good for you. And, you know, I do have a code as well in my personal uh, bio on the, my real Macism uh, IG page. And uh, I'll also put a code in the podcast description as well. Uh, go on ahead and get you some. Try some out. Um, hey, you might like it. Uh. See what else we got on today's list. Uh, so 
you know, staying a little bit on Sun's theme. The D Book One. So I finally got to see a pair in person, and it was actually one of the numbered pairs, that orange pair that dropped uh, in Miami. Uh, there's only 500 that were made. <sighs> that is the best looking one out of all the ones we've seen. It's not even up for debate. That is the best looking one. The problem is I'm not willing to pay more than a <laughs> hundred bucks for a pair of those. And the number pairs, yeah, they going for some money. I watched one of the homeboys buy a pair while I was at Archive. I ain't going to say names, but, you know, hey, I'm happy you were happy with your purchase, my boy. But I just, I couldn't do it. <laughs> I don't like that shoe that much. It just looks like a mid-Air Force One blended with something else. <laughs> yeah, I almost forget. But... Yeah, I I can't do it, man. I'm sorry. I just, nah. That shit was just too trash for me. And then when I heard that the retail was 150 bro, I'd much rather go get a pair. I wish I had the box in here somewhere. Um, oh, yeah, it's right there, but I don't feel like burying it out. bro. like, back when Kyrie was still with Nike, like, bro, I think, like, I paid $150 to $200 for the Concept Kyrie 8 collaboration. Now, I've said ever since Kyrie uh, 4 through 8, he has had some of the best basketball shoes I've ever put on my foot. Ever. And, you know, those, I can understand those being like 150 but... These deep books, I'm sorry, man. I, I can't do it. Now, of course, I have not had a chance to try them on court. So, you know, for on court purposes, if that's why they cost that much, okay, so be it. But look-wise, those are trash. I'm just going to be honest. Yeah, no. I can't do it, man. Uh, and then... Another problem that I'm having is, like, Nike trying to hype these up. So, let me say this. When they were coming out with the videos for social media uh, for them, and, you know, like, you had Booker going around, you know, giving them to people and all that, I said, this might be some of the best branding Nike has done in a long time because it pretty much just got to the point with the shoes you know you see booker you know he's giving them to friends and family giving them to a few schools and they're hooping in them that's all you need to do i'm sold but problem is the shoe just looks terrible that's the only problem and the fact that you guys are coming out with these colorways that are basically paying homage to like old shoes that you know are beloved by sneakerheads they're not making the shoe look better. Like, I don't know who had to tell you that, but they're trash. I'm sorry. They're trash. Like, I'd almost say just scrap this whole book one and just move right on to book two because I'm sorry. 
That shoe is garbaggio. Somebody just had to say it. Hey, I don't even think I'm the first person to say it, nor will I ever be the last person to say it. The shoes are trash. Hey, like, I said the John Morants were kind of trash. Uh, yeah, the the book, like, overleaped the John Morant one by miles. I'm just going to say that. Hey, out of these newer basketball shoes that came out specifically for Nike, Sabrina Unescu, I apologize if I butchered her name, she has the best shoe right now. It's not even a question. When it comes to new Nike athlete signature shoes, she has the best one. It's not even a question. I'm starting to sound like Greg right now. <laughs> uh, and the, it, the Jordan side, Jason Tatum has the best shoe by miles. I'm just going to say it. Luka is second, but he's very far off. Yeah, Something needs to be done about these signature shoes. Because I will say that Anthony Edwards won. I'm hoping that helps revive Adidas basketball a little bit because, you know, Harden has, you know, it's been like that with him. His new model that he's been wearing right now, I don't mind them, but they just look weird. The Trey Young, nobody cares. Um, I can't even think of who else has a shoe over there, but that, that Anthony Edwards one, fire, fire. And the rollout for those, fire. Absolutely fire. That's all I'm saying. But Nike, just do us all his favor. Just, if you're going to come out with those ones that he's been wearing on court, come out with them already because I'm getting tired of seeing them, but you're not dropping them. Like, it just doesn't make sense to me. And on top of that, don't make too many other colorways of the book one. Like, just, just move on to the book two and do better by the dude. Because I actually want to see him have a good-looking shoe. I mean, you killed Paul George's line for these shoes, and they're trash. Like, at this point, I'm starting to think Booker should have just stayed a Kobe guy. That's all I'm saying. Yeah. <sighs> So, I'm about to go on another rant. I'm going to tell you. If you are easily triggered, I'm just going to tell you right now. Turn off the podcast. Turn it off. I'm just going to let you know. Because a lot of y'all... Or actually, some of y'all that are among certain groups of people aren't going to like what I have to say. So I just want you to be aware. <sighs> so, we have had an ongoing problem. The Gilbert Goons. 
Yeah. Yeah, that's that's apparently the name they go by. I know. It sounds crazy. So, from what I've been able to gather, it is a group of kids, high school kids, that have been going around beating up people, uh, basically, you know what, I'm not going to pull any punches, this group of thugs has been going around just doing a bunch of stupid stuff, we're just going to call it like it is, now, sadly, they did kill a kid by the name of Preston Lord back in October, I believe I read, and they didn't start actually investigating about this group till December last year. Here is where I have my problem. And again, turn it off. If you don't like what I'm about to say, turn it off. This is your final warning. My problem with it right now is, again, as a group of white kids, predominantly white kids from Gilbert, Let's be real here for one second. If these kids looked like me, they'd already be arrested. They'd already be getting prosecuted. It'd be a wrap. Heck, they might even be dead. We're, we're just going to call it like it is. The problem is, you got the police department over here playing games talking about well we need to figure out if they are actually a gang or not from what i was reading just today and you know overall they just playing games bro i don't get what's taking so long you have video evidence these idiots don't even know how to jump nobody correctly for one, if you're going to jump somebody, don't record it. But if you feel the need to record it, at least hide your face, you idiots. Like, that's all I'm saying. So, I don't get why it's taking so long. Because they are a gang. We're not going to sit here and act like they're not. If you were really trying to sit here and act like they're not a gang, I'm sorry, you're an idiot. I'm just going to be honest. You're an idiot. If you really are sitting there like, oh, they're just kids. You know, kids do dumb things. Bro, when I was their age, I knew right from wrong in terms of, hey, it's not okay to go beat up people randomly. Uh, you definitely shouldn't kill nobody. Y yeah, I, I knew that at 18. Heck, I knew that when I was like 13. So I don't want to hear that excuse. They're just kids. No, at that point. You made your bed, lay in it. So, yeah, you need to prosecute them because you know who did it. You know, yeah, I know you know. We've all seen the video. We all know how good AI is nowadays. Hey, I've seen y'all catch some criminals pretty quickly nowadays. What's taking so long this time? And again... Like I said, if you did not take my warning at the start of this rant, I told you to turn it off. So that's your fault for being mad. 
I gave you a fair warning. And if you still don't like it, well, hey, too bad. Too bad. <laughs> you don't got to like everything in the world. You don't got to like everything I say. Nobody forced you to listen to this. I didn't hold a gun to your head and tell you to listen to this. I'm just calling it how it is. I'm calling it how I see it. Now, again, there is a whole bunch of other stuff about them. Somebody was trying to say that they're a group of Mormon kids. From what I've been able to gather, that's not true. They were trying to say they're a bunch of rich kids. From what I've been able to gather, that's also not true. I've heard some of them come from wealthier families. I've heard some of them don't. Again, I just wanted to make sure I did not sit here and give false information. But from what I have been able to gather, all these people that are supposed to be investigating on this, they're just playing games from what I've seen. You know, all these articles that I read, it's always a beat around the bush type thing. And quite frankly, I'm getting tired of it because at the end of the day, a kid died because of these idiots. And then we always want to talk about, oh, justice for so-and-so. You have a chance to get it and you're still not getting it. So I'm not seeing what the problem is. But it is what it is. At the end of the day, uh, don't go being uh, people for no reason. And also, bro, if you really got a problem with somebody, at least one-on-one. -on -one. Like, come on. Like, I don't know what it is about this generation, man, these younger kids. But it's like, bro, they'd be scared to fight one-on-one. -on -one. And on top of that, why are y'all recording everything? I am so confused. Like, if you're doing dirt, don't record it. Like, come on. <sighs> but I'm sorry y'all had to listen to me rant for, you know, it's probably been about 30 minutes I've been on a rant uh, from basketball to this. Uh, so I'm going to leave it here. Appreciate y'all listening. Uh, appreciate y'all watching if y'all watch the YouTube videos. And, you know, till next time. Hopefully I'll be back with Eddie next week. Y'all take it easy. Peace.